0: uh hi this is katie cook a comic book artist and writer of many things including my little pony and stuff for marvel and star wars and blah 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 blah. you are listening to the nerd dome podcast thank you headphones on let's do this hey
1: do you know of a uh, a podcast i could listen to that has nerd and comic books and stuff i really can't find one i say you ever heard of the nerd dome podcast
2: Welcome to episode 188 of the Nerd Dome Podcast. I am your host or podcaster without fear, Luke.
1: And today I am joined with... Wait, hold on. This is so abnormal. I didn't interrupt anything. You can't be Luke.
0: And I'm waiting, wait a wait, minute. This is not Luke. <laughs> I know we just watched I don't know what you guys are tenet. talking about.
2: I love Daredevil and Sonic. I am Luke.
0: I'm glad that Luke only has two personality traits. <laughs>
2: Those are the only qualities that count. (laughs) I also have a beard.
0: I also have a beard. And I wear baseball caps. And drink a lot of energy drinks.
2: I haven't been drinking that many energy drinks lately. I've been cutting back.
0: Oh, well, that's good. Proud of you. It's good that that you're able to tell us that.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Well, I, I, I am the nerd source, and I'm not claiming to be someone else. Um come visit me at the Nerd Store, located in the realm of Nerdlestein. The portal is in West Valley City inside the Valley Fair Mall. I've remembered this time. Oh good it's been job. A long time since I've been on.
0: Please pardon the fact that the Nerd Storeson sounds like crap, he's got bad microphone. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the superior mics. I'm the superior Caitlin Booth. We are still currently the remote nerds, the Nerd Dome podcast. We are still recording remotely, that's why we are we all sound a little different on varying <laughs> audio quality <laughs> oh,
1: i have a shitty mic i'm sorry
0: one day we will all be back in the same room again one day one day
2: and and i am uncanny ryup i am here next to luke hi luke i know, ryan
0: <laughs> oh god he's split personalities <laughs> he's gone dark phoenix on us <laughs> which one is the dark personality of these two
1: that is a valid question <laughs> You decide.
2: <laughs> oh, <I'm terrified. laughs> All huh. right.
1: It's good to be back. I've missed you
2: guys. I've, I uh, have missed you. Oh. And I have missed both of you. But I
1: got to talk to Caitlin last week.
0: You've talked to me for the last two weeks. We've two recorded, weeks? Yes, yeah, right. we've recorded <laughs> two weeks now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I'm back for the first time since... Since shit. before the plague.
0: February, I, I probably...
1: I think February, yeah, because yeah. it was before I left for the trips and stuff, too
0: and then you had to be quarantined.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a thing. Hey, at least I'm back for a while now that all my trips are canceled.
0: Yeah, mine too. <laughs> so I'm, so I'm now still, you'll get to
1: hear me more.
0: I'm 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 just sitting back and waiting for them, for Pop to cancel Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. I still put in my press accreditation for it, but there's no way that that con is happening. <laughs> oh, no. It's just no way. And what? I'm really disappointed because me and friend of the show, Denzel, we were going to, like, go all out for celebration. We were going to go two days early and have, like, two days of awesome in Disneyland. I was finally going to make my lightsaber. We were possibly going to build a droid. We were going to, like... Mm-hmm go and buy like go do like a bunch of really good food and like dens was going to build it bring his nice camera and he was so ex- this is dens is our photography nerd and dens was so excited to take his nice camera and he's like you are never going to be wanting for another stock image of disneyland again for the rest of your life <laughs> he was so excited to take his nice camera and just like go get a bunch of really nice cool pictures of disney he was so excited to do that and like yeah, we're we're probably. And, <laughs> we're and now to, he
1: has to wait. Yep.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we're we're I'm I'm just waiting for them to cancel it. We we all know it's going to happen. They they, they actually still supposed have to cancel
1: the uh, Emerald City that they just they just pushed Emerald City and said in August uh, that that'll get canceled. Thing. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, uh, Reed just canceled three MCM events like three days ago. I think one of which was is was supposed to happen in like a month. Wow. so they're they're on it i have i've don't think i've said this on this podcast but i'm on team uh just wash our hands of 2020 <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're done we're done with it all <laughs> the
1: year's over just <laughs> yes. moving on.
0: i'm serious like cancel tiff cancel new york comic con cancel all of it we're done i mean the convention season pretty much ends in october anyway would you agree with that charles
1: death basically new york is more
0: or less the last big one and i would say that the film festival season more or less ends with tiff in in september ish so you know we're done just cancel it all and like um, imagine that new york gets its covid situation under control and then new york comic con happens and then the inevitable happens because Charles has been to New York and Charles knows that the nerd flu happens at New York every single year oh, yeah. without fail because the weather is shit every single year in New York in October. <laughs> it's cold and it's rainy and it's miserable and we all always get sick. So, like, ignoring the the economic and, perp- and like, on a people level of... You know the fact that it would we would have another outbreak in New York City from a pure PR stand, there is no recovering from being the event that forces another city to shut down.
1: oh, it, it wouldn't just be a city either though. like it would just yeah. shut down so many it would it would be back into lockdowns again if New York ran.
0: yeah, if mm. New York went red again, you would be shutting down multiple major cities again, pretty much anyone who's connected, like are you a hub that's connected to JFK? You're screwed. Yeah. So it's like we just I appreciate people's optimism about the fall and you know, we're gonna talk about a movie I'm guessing in the next few minutes that we're all kind of hoping to see in July. That, you know, I appreciate having optimism about maybe going to movie the- movie theaters soon, but in terms of big events, I think we just need to kinda of wash our hands of twenty twenty. Yeah I'm That was you. that was my that was my, my segue for you, Ryan. Did yeah. you like that? <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. so I, I don't i don't know if the snyder cut's gonna come out in theaters in july because <laughs> that's the, the movie i assume you're talking about that we're all super excited that, for.
1: that's the one we all want to talk
2: about right right oh i've yeah. got
0: i've got thoughts about this
2: um i'm in so what 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 do y'all think of the snyder cut so it was recently announced that uh HBO is going to air the the Snyder cut of They're not uh, releasing um,
0: the Snyder cut. They're releasing Zack Snyder's Justice League. There is a difference. <laughs> oh. And that is? Well, the Snyder Cut is this mythical thing that people who don't understand how movies are made seem to think exists, which (laughs) (laughs) is they seem to think there is this random copy of Justice League lying around in a vault somewhere (laughs) in Warner Brothers that just somebody Uh needs to pull out and push a button and it's like ready to go. When in reality, what they are taking is a version of Justice League that has a whole bunch of unfootage footage. And they are putting anywhere from 20 to 30 million dollars into this thing. Really? That's how much money it is. Like, this is what I don't think people <laughs> understood when they were asking for the Snyder Cut. They were asking they them to finish, to finish everything.
2: It
1: was already made and finished. They just have to play it. They yeah, have to put tape in the player and so hit they, play. That, that, don't they just the have to finish everything that, uh, what's his face <laughs> came in and, and, and redid?
0: Uh, yeah, everything. By that, they mean like. Anywhere between thirty and forty percent of the movie, right? (laughs) Like twenty to thirty million dollars is a lot of money. Like the did you? Either of you guys seen the Invisible Man yet? On VOD? No. No. I
1: want to though.
0: It's fan fucking tastic. That movie was made on nine million (laughs) dollars. So. Zack Snyder's Justice League is one thing. The Snyder Cut is a completely different thing. And I'm actually kind of in favor of Zack Snyder's Justice League because I'm I I went on a rant last week which I'm assuming Charles did not listen to about filmmaker intent and how I like the idea of filmmaker Definitely intent not. in in reference to New Mutants. And I want to see what what Zack Snyder had in in store for Justice League before his family was hit with an unbelievable tragedy. Zack Snyder's Justice League and the Snyder Cut are not the same thing and the existence of Zack Snyder's Justice League is definitive proof that the Snyder Cut does not exist. I I want to know
1: are they going to like just see which one is is taken as better and then run with that as being the actual basis of the <laughs> of the I, new DCU?
0: No, I mean like
2: Oh yeah, are we are we gonna have a canon debate? Which one of these is canon? Right? I
0: honestly honestly don't know because if you think about it, Justice League was supposed to be a two parter, so this is essentially an Infinity War Endgame situation, which might have been part of the reason why Justice League was such a mess is that it was essentially a part one with no part two on the horizon, and. Is there any way for him to turn Zack Snyder's Justice League into an amalgamation of his version of Infinity War and Endgame kind of smushed together to make it give it like. Or is he just redoing part one? I, I don't know. And, With and, the hopes it,
1: to get Greenlit a part two. Oh.
0: But is there <laughs> any possible way for them to justify making a part two when part one already went over budget, lost money? Or at least didn't make back a lot of money and is now going 20 to $30 million even further into debt. Like, that's a lot well, of I, HBO Max subscriptions that they're going to have to sell. Like, a lot.
1: So <laughs> I and also really want to know what they're, they're going to do with, like... People are going
0: like, to keep their HBO Max subscriptions after they watch the Snyder Cut. <laughs> I also
1: want to know what they're going to do with all these things once, you know... They're still, are they still trying to build a universe? And if so, which Justice League are they building it off of?
0: And and do they even, should they even build a universe anymore? I kind of like the fact that Shazam was its own thing. And I liked that Wonder Woman actually felt like it was more of its own thing. And like, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you guys know that I really, really, really didn't like Joker. But I appreciate the fact that it was its own thing. And Mm -hmm. Birds of Prey was its own thing. And it sounds like the Suicide Squad, it's going to be its own thing. Like...
1: That's way better. We, That's what they should we, be doing.
0: We don't need an interconnected cinematic universe. Just make DC movies.
2: <laughs> are we still getting a Flash movie, or is that dead? Yes. Um, have I dead. mentioned
0: on this podcast my list of the saddest movies that ha- were that were supposed to go into production and delayed by COVID?
2: <laughs> yes, and that that was on that list.
0: Yes, Flash was one of the ones. Uh, according to a stunt coordinator, Flash was supposed to go into production this month.
1: Oh, <laughs> all movies have died, though. <laughs> COVID has killed oh, all that's movies. Gone,
2: that's gone the way. Everything's gone the way of new mutants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: <hi. laughs> but yeah, I, I'm the the thing that gets me about the Snyder Cut and that whole thing is mm-hmm. there was, you know, I've talked about the Star Wars fandom and how there is the vocal minority that kind of is ruining it for the rest of us mm-hmm. um, on social media. But one thing that I think the Star Wars fandom has done is that they have turned against that vocal minority and said, no, shut up, stop it. No. Mm-hmm. What the Snyder Cut fandom did not do is they did not turn against those people that were sending death and rape threats to female critics and, uh, didn't tell them no. And they, are refusing to own that even as early as earlier this week. If you brought up when the rumors started, you know, if anybody brought up the fact that, Hey, I've spent the last two and a half years getting anytime I talked about this, you know, getting all sorts of horrible DMS, which several of my colleagues did, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of people would go, Oh, well I didn't do that. Or nobody I knew who did that. So, you know, whatever. And it's like, no, you, you have to own your entire fandom, including the shitty parts. Like I own all of the star Wars fandom, including the shitty parts. <laughs> I will I take own all I, of Star
1: Wars, including the shitty movie.
0: Yes, exactly. It's like, we will take <laughs> the shitty parts and we will push them out into the sun and purge it with sunlight if we must. But this, the Snyder cut fandom needs to accept the fact that they have some really toxic people amongst their ranks. And they'll, those people are going to take this as a win and I'm worried about what they're going to do with a perceived win. What's hmm. what's going to happen next? Also, Warner Brothers just I'm really, excited. really needs money right now, <laughs> so I'm of course they're doing this. this.
1: Honestly,
2: it has been an interesting year for for influence of fan reactions with with this and with Sonic. Mm-hmm. It's been interesting.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Interesting is certainly one way to put it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so we've got, we've got two new uh, movies coming out as well. Uh, that are on the other side of the comic universe. hence.
0: Yeah. I don't know if Charles knows about these. Do, do you?
2: I don't no. know about them.
0: Okay. So yesterday and today uh, broken via variety and deadline, respectively, uh, S.J. Clarkson, who is currently involved with the Game of Thrones prequel, who was also originally supposed to direct uh, Star Trek IV, uh, she has been tapped to direct an unknown uh, Spider-Man... I wish hen. we would not
2: use that term.
0: What? Tapped. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why we use it. Uh,
2: <laughs> she, she's been tapped, is she? She's,
0: she's been tapped, she, yes.
2: She,
0: yeah. She's, we, we tap directors like kegs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tap, tap that. We tap on our <laughs> pegs. Uh, uh, Clarkson has been tapped to direct an unknown Spider-Man Sony project, though Variety sources are suggesting that it could be a Madam Web project.
2: <gasps>
0: really? Yep. Um, <laughs> though that's not definitive. It's sounding like they're looking to hire a high-profile female um, actor. Someone along the lines of like Charlize Theron, oh, and oh. then and then I, writing. I want, I want like,
2: Judy Dunge to play Madam Web.
0: And then writing around, like pick, hiring her, and then kind of figuring out who she embodies, and then writing mm-hmm. the script around her. And then today mm-hmm. it was announced. Um, do you guys know who Mark Guggenheim is?
2: I've heard he, that name.
0: He's basically the Arrowverse.
2: Yeah. So he's oh, Arrowverse. that's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, is Arrowverse news that's not on your list that we could talk about? Um, okay. He has been tapped to uh, write a movie about Jackpot of all characters, which was one Jack of jackpot? Yeah, I had to Google that what? one.
2: I know pastepot, there's pastepot Pete, but I don't know Jackpot.
0: Go, Charles, tell us who Jackpot is. I: I Oh,
2: don't. I do know who she is.
0: Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, continue, uh,
1: Charles. I, I don't have an answer.
0: Oh, it's a Dan Slot character. Uh, the first version of her was hit with a virus. Uh she was uh pregnant at the time, went into a coma, woke up with superpowers, uh baby was not actually impacted, and I was like, That would have been that would be interesting, superhero who's a new mom. And then the second version of her uh did not have superpowers, got her powers from uh I believe drugs. Uh not like bad drugs, like, you know. Drugs that you take to just get superpowers, not like illegal ones, but the, I don't, I don't know world. how. Ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe her name is Lana Johnson and Sir something. I can't remember. I'm doing this off the top of my head, so I don't have the article open in front of me. Um, she uh, is a lesbian, and I was like, that would also be interesting, and that is actually very up Mark Guggenheim's thing because the Arrowverse is the gayest thing in the entire mm-hmm. in the universe. Yes, it is. Oh. I
2: thought of another thing we can talk about. Um, the uh, I remember this character from the Secret Invasion crossover. Someone
0: said that she was played off to possibly be Mary Jane and then ended up not being Mary Jane. Hmm. Somebody told me. Because I asked. I, like, the news broke and I immediately jumped into Slack and was like, uh, Jude and Jeremy, somebody tell me who the hell this character is. Hmm. I've never even heard of her. Also, why aren't they uh, casting Silk? Please just give me my Silk <laughs> movie. Or, you know, a Silver Stable movie. Or a Black Cat movie. Or anybody but this. I think, I think Silk's coming in the is. animated. Uh, Silk is going to be part of one of the uh, Spider-Verse uh, spinoffs. Yeah, I think
1: they're, they're just keeping her in the animated.
0: There is a movie in development. A live action. Yeah? hmm Along with happens. a Nightwatch and a Craven movie and a whole bunch of others. Sony's uh, universe of Spider-Man characters is starting to get a little ridiculous in the same way that uh, in terms of announced movies in various stages of development, the same way that Warner Brothers is. <laughs> We're going to do this and this and this. And it's like, sure, let's see how many of these actually happen.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, other other DC, the CW-verse news. Mm. Uh, this was huge. Uh, batwoman was recast is going to be recast for the second season
0: yeah What the hell and that makes there? me
2: immensely sad um, i never actually watched the first season and i have greatly enjoyed this season um she she is a great batwoman but the the the, the person that steals the show is is the is the villain yeah i, I love her uh,
0: Rachel something, I believe her name is. Yeah,
2: I love her, and I want to see her in more things. And the two of them together are are really good. So, like I greatly um, enjoyed that.
0: The 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 rumors and the the info coming out about this is that Ruby was very unhappy and got even more unhappy when she had her accident last year. Yeah, that hurt. Got her hurt. Mm-hmm. And, she was almost
2: paralyzed, right?
0: Yeah, she had to have a uh, back surgery, what? I believe.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't hear about any of this. Yeah, she had an yeah,
0: accident
2: right. on the
1: set.
0: Yeah, I believe she fractured two discs or something like that. Something with two mm-hmm. of her discs in her back. Jesus. Um, that's the second severe accident that's happened on the Batwoman set, actually. Uh, oh. Yeah, there was another one that did leave a crew member paralyzed. Uh, oh, wow. Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ruby was very unhappy, and because Ruby was very unhappy, she was making everybody around her very unhappy, so mm. I mean she must have really everybody must have really come to a kind of a a mutual decision because those CW contracts are notoriously difficult to get out of once you've signed them mm. because like the stars of gossip girl used to talk about it constantly like Blake Lively said that like the gossip girl contract was impossible to get out of once you signed it and maybe those first season contracts are different mm-hmm. from ones that you sign after season the first season but yeah this was i remember when this news broke we all kind of went uh what the, the what's going on huh so yeah that that's that was big news i'm i'm very curious to see who they recast her as mm-hmm.
2: so i do i haven't finished the first season i haven't my i like to watch the shows with my mom and i haven't been going out there to to visit her we've just been video calling and um, so I haven't finished the season, but I've, I've really liked it. And the music is really good too. I like the music choices. I like Alice the most. I love her. And she plays multiple, the actress plays multiple roles in the show at certain points. And that's really cool. I like that. Um, yeah. I, I do enjoy that show.
1: I will probably actually watch it one day. Mm-hmm. Just cause I honestly, like I'm, I'm so still really,
0: season. I'm still really only, Uh, Rachel Scarston I can't know how to say her last name. Um, I'm still really only interested in one CW show, and that's Legends. So, yeah,
1: (laughs) Legends of Tomorrow. I've I've dropped out of
2: all of them. Legends of Tomorrow.
0: I'm behind on Legends, but I still appreciate it for being the most ridiculous thing in the entire universe.
2: (laughs) I really so so the the recent uh, DC animation had. Had uh, Constantine and and King Shark having a having a little history, and and both of those characters are on the, in the CW verse. So I am greatly anticipating the encounter of of Constantine and and King Shark in the in the CW shows and what that's going to be. I'm just really excited for that. Oh, yeah. I really want them to. I, do it.
0: I love the fact that Matt Ryan is so down to play John Constantine as a disaster bisexual. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like there aren't like let's face it there aren't a lot of dudes who would actually be legitimately be okay doing that and he's just like yeah i'm all right with it mm-hmm. <laughs> sure let's say i fucked a shark who cares <laughs> <laughs> so
2: um so speaking of time travel um the new the ten the tenant trailer, <laughs> yeah, the tenet trailer that movie odd.
0: It'll make little... sense later. Just keep go- just go with me. So. <laughs> Speaking of time <laughs> travel, oh, go- the- when we t- when we go back in time, it'll make sense. Yes. There see, we go. Yeah. see,
2: Caitlin can pick up what I'm putting down. Mm. <coughs> <laughs> Good God. Anyway, <laughs> tenant. It- tenant.
1: It's fucking weird.
2: Whatever. Like I Allen. have no idea what this TV, what the TV show, what this movie's <laughs> gonna be about.
0: Nobody and does. And it's going to
2: be probably be made on a TV show later in the future. Um, <laughs> see? Time travel. And I am very excited for it, but I have no idea what it's
1: about. <laughs> Same.
0: I just, I love Christopher Nolan. I really do. Like, yep. we were talking about this before we started recording. Um, if there's ever a director who embodies seeing movies in theaters on the biggest screen possible with the best sound system you can possibly get your hands on, it's probably Christopher Nolan. And... I just, I love his movies. I really do. Like, Inception is up there with one of my favorite movies of all time. I don't mm. always, I, I, I have a hard time, so I go back and forth whether or not it's his best movie, because most sometimes I'm like, well, Inception is my favorite movie of his. I'm still not sure if it's his best movie. I think that might actually be Dunkirk. I still haven't seen that. I haven't Dunkirk.
2: seen that either. Yeah.
0: Dunkirk is fan-freaking-tastic. Oh, he's one of my so... favorite
1: directors, in like, ever, though.
0: Oh, yeah, he's, he's... He's one of those directors that's very easy to kind of like go all film nerd about and rightfully so. And he's one he's also one of the few directors where it's like, okay, yeah, you actually live up to the hype. Like there's a reason why everybody kind of falls at your feet and you actually deserve it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, people don't deserve it, but he actually legitimately deserves it. And uh, the thing that's interesting about the Tenet trailer is at the end, it doesn't give a release date. It just says, coming to theaters. Even though, Oh, really?
1: I didn't notice that. Yeah, I did not notice that. It just says, coming to theaters, and then experience In it the future!
0: <laughs> In the future, hopefully being July 17th. That is its current release date. Um, oh, is it? Yeah. It's kind of being seen as... The movie. Um, if it moves, uh, it's probably going to mean that Mulan is going to end up moving again, because that's the following week. Uh, at the last Disney investors call, uh, Bob Chapek all but said, how are you guys predicting Mulan is going to do? And he's like, well, we're pretty much going to see how Tenet does the week before and then see how we do. And it's like, that's kind of where everybody's at right now. <laughs> Uh, everyone's been asking since pretty much April, is Tenet going to be the movie that saves the summer blockbuster season? Like, we don't know whether Mm -hmm. or not this is going to be the one. And uh, the big question is whether or not New York and L.A. are going to be open uh, in terms of their stay home orders. Um, And if they're not... I'm not really sure whether or not a studio will open without the L.A. and New York mod, uh, markets. That Those are huge, huge markets. And, uh, yeah, so those those are going to be the ones to watch out for. And it's going to be interesting to see whether or not, not only whether or not this movie opens on July 17th, but what kind of box office it does and whether or not people are going to actually go to the movies. I, I want to go to the movies so bad. I miss it so much, you guys. This is the longest I've gone without going to a movie in probably almost 10 years since like 2011 2012
2: That is definitely one of the things that I'm missing. I do enjoy the theater experience. I, really do. I like all of yeah. that
0: I, I like found back, the uh,
1: although It doesn't feel safe right now to go back so I will not be going back even if they open mm-hmm.
0: uh, Which I understand I, 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 I don't know.
1: I run the risk of if I get infected or anyone around me does, then my business shuts down, and then I have to go right. a little bit
0: more. And, I, and I understand that. Uh, I, I somehow got outrageously lucky. The last time I worked at Smith's, I found out later I came in close contact with no less than three people who ended up testing positive. Oh, wow. Nice yeah uh, i could have been asymptomatic and and had it uh but i don't actually know i i've never been tested uh, <laughs> because of course i haven't um but yeah i don't know i i like i said i i somehow came across those reaction videos from the end of avengers endgame again you know the ones that somebody recorded everyone freaking out oh and, uh-huh and god like I hear everybody screaming and getting so excited about like Steve picking up Mjolnir or like all of the portals opening and like Steve finally saying Avengers assemble and just like everyone starts cheering and like being so happy. I literally just start crying. I like, I just, I burst into tears. (laughs) I was like, I miss this so much.
1: (laughs) It'll come back eventually. Yeah, I know. Wait, just... I mean, it's all—it's all a fraud, and they're doing this to see it. They can do to control us. <laughs> I, uh, mm, I, <laughs> I, uh, I uh,
2: overheard a conversation at work, cause that was much along those lines, and I'm like, Ugh. oh. My God.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, I got—I ordered a mask. I'm so excited for this mask. We're wearing—we're we're, we're finally enforcing wearing masks at work. We're a little lazy. Did late you know <laughs> that the
0: state of Utah will send you a mask for free?
2: Yeah, I, I want a designer mask. So I, <laughs> I ordered a mask, and it has Baby Yoda on it, and wow. Baby Yoda's wearing a mask. And it has oh. a little caption that says, this is how I saved the world. And I'm like, oh, I need this. <laughs> we have,
0: Disney, uh, Disney did eventually,
1: all... Nerd Store masks.
0: Oh, Disney, sweet. Yeah, Disney did a whole bunch of uh, themed masks, and Den's bought, I think he got us the Star Wars sets. He almost, he said he almost bought me the Pixar set simply because they have a Forky set, and he knows that I strongly relate to the character of Forky. (laughs) And I told him that I strongly relate to the character of Forky because I too am trash.
2: I still haven't seen that either.
0: You need to see Toy Story Four. It's really good.
2: (laughs) Should I watch three first?
0: No, you don't need to. Three?
2: Oh, I haven't seen three. Three is uh, reportedly very sad, and I don't like to cry
0: i mean it's a pixar movie you're definitely gonna cry
2: i know that's why i still haven't seen inside out either
0: oh inside out will destroy you (laughs) (laughs) um
2: speaking of being destroyed it is the 40th anniversary of empire strikes back
1: (laughs) how is that a segue
2: (laughs) because they destroyed the rebellion Uh, okay they struck back and destroyed things
0: Ryan, um, <laughs> Ryan I, I absolutely see why you have a significant other right now. You are so smooth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: Yeah, so 40th
2: anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. Where were you both 40 years ago when you were watching Empire Strikes Back?
1: Um, not a lot. It, not not any form of existence, what? I don't think. Where's not Kylie when we need him?
0: <laughs> Where's the olds when we need them? <laughs> Where are the olds? <laughs> oh, darn. No, I didn't exist yet, sorry. Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, you should, you should all go on the, the Disney Pluses or put in that archaic disc thing and, and watch some, some Empire Strikes Back this week.
1: Yeah, I should.
2: Or go back in time, like <laughs> Tenant, and watch it for the first time. 40 years ago
0: <laughs> in a theater if in a I, theater get the if theater experience <laughs> bring covid <laughs> with you and then it'll be fine you'll just destroy the entire world well, no, a pandemic, pandemic 40 years, 40 years <laughs> early yeah
1: give it a 40 year pandemic early pandemic and then 40 by the time, pandemic, <laughs> 40 year early it'll pandemic and by the time you get to here mm-hmm. we'll all be fine and there will have been no pandemic we'll have avoided it or
0: mm-hmm. we'll be dead <laughs> Or
1: whichever comes dead. first one or speaking of dead <laughs>
2: <laughs> star, star, star trek strange new worlds is, is is a new show about captain pike who is currently dead in the timeline so this is in the past He's dead huh, huh? yeah
0: uh, ryan i i think you might be the only one who knows anything about star trek in know. at this episode. so i'm
2: going to tell you about it and you two are going to listen <laughs>
0: oh my okay <laughs>
2: So, the Discovery, oh, Star Trek Discovery, it it, um, uh, it ha- had a little sideshow in season two with the Enterprise and Captain Pike, who was the captain of the Enterprise before Captain Kirk. And was in the pilot of Star Trek, and also in the new movies that we don't really consider about anymore. So, because the TV shows are back and they're so much better. So, this it was so popular... Again, interesting fan reaction. So popular that people started demanding no, we want this show. We want a show of just that crew and him being the captain. We want that story. And so they're actually doing it. So, a new Star Trek show in, in a plethora of other Star Trek shows. We've reached a new golden age of Trek, and it's Star Trek Strange New Worlds. And that is way better than the title we came up with for this show last week, which was like Did Star Trek Enterprise, the, show the real last one. Week? I think so. I don't remember. I
0: was about to think, really? I mean, I kind of zone out whenever we're we about talk about wanting I it. I kind of zone out whenever we talk about Star Trek, and I stop paying attention because I just don't know anything about Star Trek.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Star Trek Enterprise, the real one—that was your, yeah, that was your. No, it was something one. else.
2: I can't remember, but it was like more Enterprise or the other Enterprise or the better one. we because because Star Trek Enterprise has already been done, and wasn't amazing. But this one, this one's probably
1: going to be amazing. The better Enterprise. Yes.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, this is definitely a better, a better title than, than yours. Yes. It's way yeah. better than what we came up with. Yeah.
0: It's almost like, you know, professional writers came up with it. <laughs> well, usually,
2: because, you know, we come up with a lot of stuff on this show, and usually they just copy what we say. That's true. So I'm glad they didn't this time. That's but generally, the, the, everybody just this goes out and they're like, yeah, those guys have really good ideas, and they just implement what we say on here porks are food yeah porks are food oh
0: God
1: yeah <laughs> it's it's because Star Wars listens to us the Star Trek guys don't listen to us
0: the Star Wars guys no the Star
2: Trek guys do too listen to us because we said that Captain Picard's dog should be number one and it was oh it was right. yeah <laughs> we named Captain Picard's dog way before they came out with that <laughs> oh, all right
0: okay <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I still haven't watched Picard. <laughs> I'll get around very, to it someday. Good.
2: It's very, very good. And and speaking of number one, um, <laughs> Katie Sackhoff, who is one of my number one favorite actresses. <laughs> <laughs> is, you is,
0: are I've so good at this. <laughs>
1: oh, these segues today are great. I'm, I'm here all night.
2: So... <laughs>
0: Yeah, you are because we have we have stay home orders.
2: <laughs> um, Katie Sackhoff has been cast in the Mandalorian. Yeah, she has as her character in Rebels and Clone Wars, uh, Bo Katan, and I am super excited for it because I love her so much and I I liked that character a lot. But I love Katie Sackhoff so much; she was my choice for Ma- for Captain Marvel. I really uh, 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 Brie Larson's fabulous. I love her before that was that was done, and we saw the movie I was she was my number one for 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 Captain Marvel.
0: So um, I got feelings about about this yeah, um, yeah. Uh, every single time they announce yet another new legacy character for the Mandalorian season 2, uh-huh I get less interested. <laughs> I'm the sorry only one that
1: hurts me in my opinion is the is, is the fat announcement They shouldn't have announced that.
0: I, they've that's announced- already been
2: in it he was in the one episode with the with the he was oh, already in it that was yeah confirmed. that was yeah it was oh yeah it totally was it's the same sound i went back and played yeah. speaking speaking of 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 boba fett it's the 40th anniversary of empire strikes back but that was a better segue <laughs> 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 and- <laughs> time travel
0: so... you might have to worry about what order you're writing your shit in oh. there is no, an art is to this is. there is an art to this no I made <laughs> a sandwich
2: I made a Star Wars sandwich with Star Trek in the middle which is the way I like it so <laughs>
0: anyway that's right you like it I
2: went back to Empire Strikes Back and played the noise that he makes when he walks and it's the same noise
0: it was him it was totally him and I it just...
1: wasn't officially confirmed, was it? There was a lot of like fans.
0: It was fans. officially officially confer-
1: confirmed, affirmed by my ears. <laughs> okay, so it was not officially <laughs> confirmed. So they should have let that up to the bad fan, fan. Fucking. Goddamn it.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Every single announcement they make for some new legacy character for Mandalorian season two makes me less interested because the reason I liked Mandalorian was I liked all of the new characters. Mm -hmm. Like, that was the reason I liked the series. It felt different and new, and, like, I didn't... Like, I know my Star Wars lore, but, like, at the same time, I still... I didn't know any of these people, and I didn't have to, like, open up Wikipedia and, like, know a whole bunch of shit until the very end when I had to sit there. My parents watched... The Mandalorian, and the only time I had to stop and explain something to them was literally the last 30 seconds of the show when I had to explain to them what the what Darksaber was. When God, I God, watched God. Mandalorian Season 2 with them, I'm going to have to sit there and I'm going to be like, to say, okay, so Ahsoka Tano was this character, and yada, 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 <laughs> and Bo-Katan was this character, and she did this thing, and yada, yada, yada. It's making it really unapproachable for people who aren't, like, super into everything Star Wars. And maybe I, I they'll find agree. some really, like easy way to cover, like, God fucking knows how much lore and catch everybody up, but I just... And maybe these will all be, like, one-episode cameos and not a big deal, but the surprises and the unknown factor and the fact that we knew almost nothing about Mandalorian when we went into it was part of the reason why I liked the show. I liked the fact that I watched episode one, it ended with the reveal... Of Baby Yoda and we all collectively lost our fucking shit. <laughs> it was great. It was awesome. We all collectively lost our minds over Baby Yoda because no one saw it coming. Every single f- they're they're not leaving anything to be revealed. They're they're spoiling everything because they need that to build up know. the hype for this because mm. it was the biggest thing on Disney Plus. Rightfully so, it was the biggest thing on Disney Plus because it was an excellent show. But I feel like Disney has built it, it's it's bought into its own hype now, and by buying into its own hype, it's forgetting the thing that made the Mandalorian great, which was the fact that we knew nothing about the Mandalorian going into the Mandalorian.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. But at the same point, the only one that really affects anything, I think, is still Boba Fett, because Bo-Katan, you don't really need to know much backstory, but you kind of have to bring her in for those who do know the backstory of the Darksaber. So if you're going to the Darksaber, you kind of have to bring in these other characters, and Ahsoka Tano is easily writable as being the character who just comes in, has this cool story, and goes away. And you don't. Need, it's pretty easy to write all of these characters as being characters that you don't need a whole lot of backstory on. But it get. But it gives it to those people who are the massive Star Wars fans. Gives a little Easter egg nod to them.
2: I, I yeah, I, I think it's possible. I don't know what they're going to do, and I don't know how they're going to do it. But I think it's possible to to have those characters in there and have them be more standalone. Especially if they're I I anticipate it's going to be a more of a one off kind of thing.
0: I hope I don't it is. Think
2: that these, I don't think that they'll they'll change the show to be about them. I don't know if I'd want that. Um but I, I, I would I, I think I would be completely satisfied with having Ahsoka show up and be like this like and just do something and, and have something there and then like not bring the baggage of, of her canon and her, of her backstory and of her lore and have just a, a small role in there. And then it's it's a treat for the people that know it all and and want that, and it's a treat, and and, and, and it might be something that hey, I want to know more about that person. I thought she was really cool, and go back and look at the other stuff. But I think it's
1: possible that they could do it without dragging in all the lore, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think Ahsoka, I think most of them are probably just going to come in as one or two episode arc type things, and then... Mm-hmm. And then bounce With out. the like exception of the I think
0: of Boba through. Fett I think they wouldn't have teased yeah. Boba Fett In uh, The previous season If they weren't planning on having him be, Have some sort of role
1: Right Well, that, and and, he's also the one that you don't really need to get. He's the least that you need to get backstory to because he's going to be, of the legacy characters, he's going to be the most noticeable, the most memorable.
0: But he he has no backstory. He has no personality. We know nothing about him. Right. And I I want them to do what they did with, you know, the, you know... Filoni has done this with a character that had no backstory and we know nothing about him and they turned him into a great character once before and they did it and it's called Darth Maul. I want to see him do that again with a character like Boba Fett. I want to see him do it again, but I don't know if they'll be able to pull it off in one season with the amount of time that they'll have dedicated to the show. The team you got behind this I have faith
1: in. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, in in Filoni we trust for sure.
1: Uh-huh. Boba
2: Fett do, does it, Boba Fett is in uh, Clone Wars a little bit, and he does have some character development, but it's not it's not a lot, and it's more like teenage Boba Fett, like so it's it's like his foray into how he got into the bounty hunter gig kind
1: of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, so, but
0: I I mean you're not the same person you were when you were sixteen. Oh then, sure, right? yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: No, that's, what I, that's why I'm excited for Boba Fett to be in this, but that's also why I think he's the only one that's going to be the legacy character that kind of goes through the whole thing because he's going to be the only of the characters that you don't really... A, there's not much of a backstory to tell, and B, a, a, anyone who's tendentially like knows Star Wars knows who Boba Fett is. He's
2: mm-hmm. going to be at
1: least recognizable from the original trilogy, so even your parents are going to be like, oh, I've seen that character before, I know who that is and he's a, so really he's going to be the case. one to, to continue on.
0: Let's we'll see. I don't mm-hmm. know I'm that. excited.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm super excited for it. I'm I am I am a fan of everything Star Wars, so I love it all.
0: Which Give I understand.
1: I'm happy.
0: And and you know, two. we we talked about it I think either last week or the week before, you know, they've got some really interesting new directors coming in and you know, I'm all for it. I like I said, I loved the first season. But one of the first things I liked about the first season were the original characters, and I just I hope they don't forget the things that worked in season one.
1: They're not going to make mm-hmm. the Mandalorian be about a character that's not the Mandalorian.
0: You say that, but I've seen shows do that before, and yes, but it wouldn't again, be the first I have faith in
1: I have faith in Favreau and in Filoni to not do that.
0: Well, I hope it's not misplaced, and I hope that I'm worried about nothing, but right now, all of the alarm bells in my brain are going off, and like I said, I hope it's for nothing. I hope I'm wrong, but right now every single, like, if they announce one more legacy character, all I'm gonna do is just sit here and go, oh, god. Like, Timothy Oliphant was announced recently. He's playing some guy. I can't even remember what the hell he was.
1: What if if they put Cassian in it?
0: He's dead.
1: Time travel! (laughs) (laughs) See, I want them to put Sabine in it, and I want the rumor to be that it's, it's Ahsoka and Sabine hunting for Ezra, and then this spins off in the live action, spins into a new animated series,
2: or a new live action series,
1: or that. I just want more rebels.
2: Sure, there will not be more rebels though,
1: but there might be something else. Or but a rebel I don't sequel. Rebels. Of, I want the story of Sabine and Ahsoka hunting down I Ezra. I do too. Yes. Even if it's li- if it's live action or it's animated, whatever. Just that's I want that story.
2: Hmm. That's really what I was hoping we'd get with the throne books. I'm uh, I, I, I'm satisfied with Tim
0: the throne books. I do like them. Is playing a character called Cobb Vonth introduced mm. in the aftermath book. He's
1: in the. Aftermath uh, the
2: name doesn't ring a bell.
0: Yeah, See so the fact that the name doesn't even ring a bell says that they're going too deep lore. What's his name? Cobb Vonth Actually, that's who they think it is that's uh, wearing Fett's Oh, armor. I know exactly
2: who that is.
0: <laughs> I can send you the slash uh, film article um, that broke the uh, So story. Okay,
2: so in, if you want if so, so, well, story time, lore time. Story time, um,
0: story time, story time.
2: In, in the Aftermath books, uh, you, you discover that Boba Fett is dead. And uh, this guy finds his armor yes and he and and so so on tatooine okay. um, the crime the crime lords are gone i mean jabba the hutts dead there's this vacuum um, the empire's not there anymore so there's like nobody really in any kind of leadership stuff going on in tatooine and this guy becomes like the sheriff of of whatever area he's in and and he's kind of just becomes like the lawman and he starts wearing boba fett's armor cuz he finds it
0: mm-hmm. in the yep. desert that's who they think it is at the end of a uh, episode. That's
2: four. Luke and I talked about that, and that's who who One, we were kind of leaning towards too. But but didn't they announce that um, uh, who's the guy that played Bob that played Django and the clones? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, in he's in it too. Be- so if he, yeah, so that's what confused me about that. I would think it would make more sense, and I would like them to make it not be Boba Fett and make it be that guy because I they've already established that character and they already established like where the, gonna be both. the Mandalorian. Is. So oh, that means that
0: Boba Fett is oh, so not. Fett accol- cl-
2: yeah, climbs his way out of the Sarlacc naked, and then, and
0: then <laughs> he which he actually, actually
2: happened in one of the old books.
0: Mm, I mean, they have. Set, they I mean, doesn't Mandalorian lean heavier than any other show than uh, on uh legend stuff?
2: Yeah. I like, but, yeah.
1: Just, yeah, I'm I'm just excited for Everything for Mandalorian season two.
0: I mean, I yeah. just I, I posted a, like I said I I po- if you look in the chat for our uh, our 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 podcast I just posted the link to the slash film article talking about this for real. Okay. <coughs> but uh, yeah, like I said, I I like I said I hope I'm wrong. It just. Every time they announce, I I, I earlier the when they announced Timothy Oliphant was joining the cast, I was like, good for them for not announcing which legacy character he's playing. And like two days later, they're like, he's playing this legacy character. I was like, never fucking mind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so so speaking of legacies, there is a new addition to a a long legacy of story, and it's another Dune movie. Yeah. ah! ah.
1: Huh? Yeah, <laughs> I uh, know nothing
2: about Doom.
0: Doom, so Okay. I,
2: I am a fan of the movies. I've never read the books and I am a fan of the movies and the movies have. So the old, old, old movie, Patrick Stewart was in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then there's an H uh, not HBO, uh, a sci-fi movie that it was like a set of movies or a mini series, perhaps. Um, I don't remember, but it was very long. Um, has James McAvoy in it. And those are both Captain Picard, or not Captain Picard, those are both Professor Xavier. (laughs) And so Dune has a very heavy X-Men uh element to it because of that but no i, I james mcavoy the, that one is, is my favorite uh dune movie and i'm excited for this one i do like the dune story i've never read the books but i do like the movies and and the stuff that's come out of that so
0: i would highly recommend you read the book um, yeah so we're gonna we're gonna just,
2: just one or all of them because there's uh, many
0: uh, i would just read the first one uh just okay dune. um uh-huh. Caitlin's going to break out her English nerd. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, um, Dune is one of those properties that is baked, intricately baked into the DNA of almost everything that you Mm. love. It is baked. It has a long
2: legacy, doesn't it? See? Mike's segue was good.
0: It's a huge legacy. It's baked into, like, uh, your 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 segue from Star Wars into Dune is actually perfect because Star Wars is heavily influenced by Dune, and if you look at the s- pictures that we have seen so far mm. from Dune, you look at it and you go, "Yeah, that looks kind of Star Wars." <laughs> yep. Um, the problem is when you are intricately part of the DNA of all pop culture, and it takes you a really long time to eventually get your own big screen adaptation, it's a really, really difficult not to feel redundant. This is the problem that Ender's Game ran into. Ender's Game is also intricately baked into the DNA of so much science fiction, but by the time the movie finally came out a couple of years ago, you know, it came out and everyone was kind of like, that's it? That's, that's the, the book that inspired the video game science fiction genre? That's it? Mm. That's what everyone's been talking about all this time? It's like, yeah, that's it. It was a big deal mm-hmm. 25 plus years ago. And it took all of this but time. did that
2: book come out?
0: Oh, God, I don't even know when. Let me look it game look you, at You'd have to look up when Ender's Game and when Dune was published as well. So, my big worry is like I said, how do you take something 1965. That is, yeah. Which one is that? Is that Dune or? That's Dune? Dune. Yeah. So I how understand. do you take something that has been part of the pop culture mythos since 1965, baked intricately into its DNA, part of, like it's part of the nucleus? Well, End, like, we are, game you know,
2: was 85. Yeah, much we, later.
0: We are we are talking into like the bedrock here. How do you take something that has everybody else has been ripping off for longer than any of us have been alive? How do you take something like that and? make it feel unique still. And that is my biggest concern when it comes to this big screen adaptation of Dune, is how do you take it and make it feel unique? Now, granted, they are taking a lot of steps in the right direction. They have a phenomenal cast. They have Rebecca Ferguson and my favorite fuckboy, uh, uh, Timothy Shalamon, and I still don't like him, but Jason Momoa is always interesting to watch on screen. They have Oscar Isaac looking... Absolutely fan fucking tastic. They have Josh (laughs) Brolin. They have Zendaya. They have just like an incredible cast. That is a hell of a cast. They just have an incredible cast. And they also. There have
2: been several adaptations, and this is by far the most star powered.
0: Yeah. And it's also probably got one of the best directors, too, uh, which is uh, Denis Villeneuve. Uh, Did either one of you see Blade Runner 2049?
1: Yes. No.
0: Blade Runner 2049 is better than the original Blade Runner.
2: <laughs> I kind of agree with that.
0: I'm sorry, it is. Uh, and that's like one of those things that you're not supposed to say, but Denis Villeneuve is probably one of the best working directors today. Uh, let's see. Uh, some of his movies that you've possibly heard of. Arrival, Sicario, Prisoners. Like, this guy just... Makes... I
2: really liked Arrival.
0: Oh, Arrival's so fucking good. Like, he just makes. Beautiful and intricate and detailed and just like these, you show up to a Denis Villeneuve movie. He's not going to like sit there and hold your hand. You're showing up to a Denis Villeneuve movie. He's going to make you work for it, and, and in the best possible way. So, and Dune is a movie that you Dune is a series where you have to work to make it work to you know to really adapt to adapt it. So, I'm really interested to see if he's the one who's able to make it. Feel fresh, you know. Like I said, despite the fact that everything has been ripping it off since 1965, so I mean, it's it's probably the big fall sci-fi release. It's mm-hmm. one of it's one of the big sci-fi release that Warner Brothers is banking uh, their awards bait on. If we're going to have Academy Awards in 2021, mm-hmm. it's kind of up in the air right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well it's it's a good story. It's got it's got um, spice, it's got deserts, it's got sandworms, it's I'm got magic and sandworms. witches and <laughs> it's got really creepy jab of the Hutt type oh. the guy. Um, it's it's yeah. It you definitely if watching it and looking looking back on it, you definitely see the, the influences it had in, in Star Wars and, and so many other media. Definitely mm-hmm. agree.
0: It's, uh, yeah. it's a bit
2: ubiquitous. Huh? That's a good word.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> I we'll own a copy won. of the book if either of you would like to borrow it. It's fantastic. I I would like to reread it before the movie comes out. It's because I haven't I wonder, read it since high school. I
2: wonder if I could get a good audiobook reading of it. I bet it there are many good. to choose from.
0: Oh, I'm sure there are. And it's, I don't know how long it'll be. It's a pretty big book. Yeah. But yeah, I would highly recommend sitting down and Listening and/or reading it before the movie. I maybe maybe don't read it before the movie comes out. I don't know. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I ruined
0: everything. But yeah, what?
1: it ruins everything when you read something before the movie. Mm.
0: Mm.
1: Put that microphone in your mouth, Charles. Yeah, you're starting to get <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to hold my microphone in the same spot this whole time, and I didn't move. <laughs> 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 Fucking
2: hell! Um, So, Charles, how how is the comic book world? Is is Stuff starting to come out yet, or is there new comics? What's what's going on? Tell us, bring us news of the comic world. Okay,
1: um, weird shit is going on. Clearly, (laughs) because the whole world is weird shit anymore. Um, I know
0: that IDW just laid off a bunch of people this week.
1: They did. Not really sure Mm. what's coming of that. We'll see. but uh we got new books officially releasing again from diamond this week um so that started this last wednesday uh just it was a really small shipment which was i don't know kind of nice for me because i have a new we have a new point of sale system and i wasn't in the store to help kylie with it so uh we had a we had a small shipment to test our new our new stuff on but uh we have full shipments coming back starting uh, next week ish foolish shipments um Marvel and Dark Horse have both canceled almost every one of their titles coming up, but are resoliciting all of them. So the next little while is going to be a very stream, streamlined and, and slimmed down version of of what we've been seeing with comics. Mm-hmm. Marvel decided to send some of their books, and instead of finishing, they started their books in print. So, like Hawkeye Freefall, I think issue three came out in print, and the series mm-hmm. is going to finish as a digital only series.
0: Yeah. Um, oh there's yeah one of my one of my of writers them. reviewed issue five of hawkeye freefall i think for this week i think i edited yeah. that today
1: which is a digital only now um so there's there's actually a few quite a few series that marvel did that with where they stopped they started the series in print and are now finishing it as digital only which is interesting <laughs> Mm.
2: I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Ant- I didn't even think about that because you know how the 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 digital releases have have become more popular in the movie world because there's no theaters. I didn't even think about other media going to that kind of of pattern. I didn't mm. even think about that. Which
1: I mean, I don't personally. I'm not one of those guys who's scared of digital at all. I, I mean, mm-hmm. digital's never going to take over physical in the comic world, and it's one of those things that I think that we. I'm totally cool with Marvel putting out and going digital on a few things. Um, Simply because they're putting out too much physical product anyway, but that way they can put out some of the stuff that sells better in trade it digitally, and then give it to us in trade. I'm cool with yeah. that. It's really weird that they would start a series physically, so you have like people who've been reading it and collecting it have the first three issues physically, but they'll never be able to finish their collection with those.
0: Uh, I mean, those next few issues. It's which is weird, but, odd, you know, but You know, we're kind of in unprecedented it. times. It's, I mean.
1: I, no, yeah. I imagine
0: that they could maybe do some sort of, like, back order, like, pre-order no, they, system or, like...
1: like the, What they'll do if they do anything is they'll do a trade now. They'll just release the whole series and trade, but they'll never produce those few issues as... as you don't think series. so? No, they've, they've basically said that.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I was so thinking they could do, that. like, some sort of system where they, like, you contact Marvel directly and order through them directly and they just do a print-as-you-need type of thing.
1: No, I mean realistically, the reason those particular ones were the ones that got put to, to digital is because they were the lowest selling rung, so they barely made sense to continue as physical print anyway. Yeah. So now they're not; they just decided to streamline their their stuff, and so those aren't going to go to to physical. Um, mm. DC did a bunch, of, did a few of that too. Um, they're going a couple of digital first stuff. DC's, eh, I'm I'm not happy with DC in, in the comic industry myself, but uh, that's a whole other thing.
0: Um, may I ask you a business-related question? Sure. That's what I like to talk you, about the most. You, I know you don't have to answer that if you don't want to. Uh, one oh, of my do. other uh, – somebody told me that they've seen – already seen several people cancel major pull orders in reference to – in, in, in uh, response to the pandemic and everything and what the comic book industry is do, currently doing. Have you had a lot of major – poll cancels uh so far
1: no we've been fairly lucky um we actually <laughs> okay. i think that because utah never really shut down uh, like completely mm-hmm. we just did that halfway shutdown thing um, yeah yeah Where Herbert went, pretty pretty
0: please everybody please stay home
1: right a lot of my customers still had paychecks coming in during mm-hmm. that time um but what they weren't able to do is they weren't able to go into the movies or go to the bars or go out to dinner and so a lot of those customers that had paychecks still coming in are now being able to spend that money that they more or less were hoarding for two months on mm-hmm. uh, stuff that they didn't, wouldn't have normally spent it on. So now I'm actually seeing an increase in, in, in sales as, as we open back up officially. Um, so that's been nice, and we haven't really seen any major cancellation <laughs> any people canceling or anything on us. Um, I know it's How a worried in the are you? We
0: How worried are you about the lack of convention stuff affecting your bottom line?
1: conventions don't affect my bottom line
0: they don't okay
1: not really i mean uh not having wasatch or postponing wasatch and we're still throwing around ideas of trying to figure out how to make a, a contactless show and I, I, I don't know but uh that sucks and then um fan is gonna get canceled and even if it doesn't i don't know that we're gonna go so you know that hurts a little bit but outside of that we're we're going to be doing okay. Well, I mean, like
0: uh, you not going to San Diego, I mean, and not coming it, back with a whole car full of exclusives.
1: It hurts some profit centers for sure, but we'll be able to make that up. And it, it's a, on the overall scheme of things, it's a relatively low part of what we actually do. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's, it's nice to be able to do that every year, partially because it's a lot of fun and partially because it's a nice little bump that we get during those times. Yeah. So we won't get it that little It helps draw
0: in loyal customers.
1: Yeah, but we but we should still get uh, we should still be fairly busy. and we're, we're st- we'll still do okay this year, I think. I mean, okay. future has is is a little interesting right now, but I think we'll still manage.
0: And well, everything's kind of a little unknown for everybody, <laughs> right?
1: Right. No, we've been we were lucky. I uh, decided at the beginning of this year that there was going to be an economic downturn this year. Just
0: Yeah. Somebody, I think I don't remember who told me that you did this, but you apparently have excellent timing.
1: <laughs> i was lucky as hell yeah i'm, I'm not calling myself no survivors by any means i'm just calling myself lucky but i stashed a bunch of cash at the beginning of this year so uh we were able to make it through the the, the really bad dips um and now we're coming out the other side of it already i'm more worried that there is going to be a wave two
0: of this coming in the fall yeah so. there's definitely going to be a wave two
1: right and so i'm worried about how bad that's going to affect Specifically, us here. I know you know New York and California are going to be screwed with it, but uh, I don't know how much it'll affect Utah.
0: Mm. So we'll with our see. With cold, with the cold weather, we could get we could get hit pretty hard.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm that, that's more where I'm scared of at this point. But we came out the other side of everything without having. We actually, I mean, fuck we we did a full remodel, uh, added a brand new point of sale system, started a full inventory, and added a web store um, while we were closed. So. But- the store
2: looks awesome. I can attest to that. It, I walked in there and it's like you're in a you're 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 in a different store. Yeah. Like it's it's very different, and I I really like it. I like that it feels open and spacious, and I really like it.
1: Yes, I like that too. We still have more coming too. Like that's just stage one of our of our remodel, but we stayed busy, so we'll we'll come out the other side of this okay.
2: I've I've also enjoyed the the web store. I get to go in and and browse things that I didn't know I wanted. <laughs>
0: Whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's always good for your wallet, isn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. Especially when I have nothing else to do. When I sit there, I'm like, I'm oh, going to see what things I can order from Charles today. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anything else y'all want to bring up or talk about? Uh, Go nah. ahead and plug your shit. Wait, wait, hold on. Luke, Luke, come back. <clears throat> yeah go 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 plug your shit
1: <laughs> i forgot luke was here he was quiet yeah, he's the sitting in the corner <laughs> <laughs>
2: playing sonic on his game gear that he got from the future or the past
1: <laughs> game gear hey you can get one of those at my store <laughs>
2: Okay, he didn't get it from the the past. He got it from Charles's store. Keep
0: going, store. Charles. That was a really good segue to to promote your store.
1: <laughs> yes. What else can one get at oh, your store? The nerd store. We have all sorts of video games and and other sorts of gaming products and comic books and all sorts of stuff. And we're officially open now, after all the closures and everything. Uh, but our hours are a little bit changed. We're eleven to seven Monday through Saturday right now. Um, and with everything going on, we we don't have events planned. So just come buy your geeky stuff and please. Please wear a mask. It's just, it makes everyone feel more comfortable. I don't care if you like it or not. Just for the five minutes you're in my store, please wear a mask.
0: For I sure. Have a, I have a question for you, Charles. If there was a particular video game that I wanted you to keep an eye out for, is that something that you do at your store?
1: Um, I can try. <laughs> Attempts will be made. Attempts will be made. Uh, Everything is based on trade-ins, so it's all just a matter of when someone brings it through my doors. Okay. Do you want chrono trigger? Is that what you want? No. Oh.
0: I own a copy of Chrono Trigger. It's not Chrono Trigger that I'm looking for. (laughs) (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, you can read Corona. (laughs) Uh, God, I hope not. Yes, seriously. (laughs) Um you can read my stuff over at Bleeding Cool. I'm getting back into writing after two months, almost three months of straight copy editing. I never want to see another comma for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and uh, yeah, we are just chugging along with all of our various uh, stuff in pop culture. Uh, all my writers are doing a great job to try and just keep bringing you guys all the news. Um, and yeah, they're all doing good work. Read their stuff, read my stuff, follow me on Twitter at Katie's Movies. Yep, that's what I got. <laughs>
2: uh, you can, you, <clears throat> come here, Luke. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and the Instagrams and nerddomepodcast.com. And we also have our new network, GNN Geek Nerd. Nerd? Nerd? Not nude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nerd's nude?
0: Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Take two. <laughs> can can <laughs> like, call me? Like, the,
2: like, the Geek Nude Nerds Network. <laughs>
0: so that, that Luke could edit.
2: Hell, <laughs> you know he's not going to edit anything. <laughs> yeah. G- GNN, Geek. Ah, n- oh, damn it.
0: This is why geek I didn't Nerd want alliteration in it. God, this is why you need to listen to me. Geek
2: Nude Nerds. Geek Nerd Network. Nerds, 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 nerds. Nudes. Send, send nudes the nerds.
0: <laughs> do not do that please
1: <laughs> stop ignoring me your genitals yeah where is Kyle Stop <laughs> you Kyle your genitals or start Either no way. Kyle
2: Kyle problem. was the don't send me your genitals right
1: yeah. yeah so
2: start sending him your genitals again okay yeah and then he'll come back you can summon him with genital pictures
0: <laughs> but don't send them to our network please
2: no just yeah only if they're good ones
0: no <laughs> Do not. <laughs> I'm one of the people that, didn't, that has to read those messages. Do not send them. <laughs> they,
1: they, they must be processed through Kyle first. <laughs> must send all ones to Kyle. He will put forward on the good ones to the network. Oh, my God. Love it. Um,
2: yes. Geek Nerd Network. Uh, find that up. on Facebook. Uh, we will have a web page shortly. We have lots of cool shows on there. Um, if you want to learn more about comics, there's a show, or uh, the business behind comics, as Charles was talking about, there's a show for that. There's a show for...
1: I find that show funny. Uh, it's my brother telling yeah. my stories. It doesn't work in the
2: store. <laughs> <laughs> Are you on that show, or are you not?
1: No. I kind not of thought you were. you were. It's my brother's show. That's Well, that's... yeah, but I thought you were on it, Nuh-uh. too. No, that's that's Roger's show. Oh. But it's funny cuz they ask him questions about what it's like to run a store. You
2: you say that as if like no it's Rogers meaning like you're not allowed to be part of it. Like of course I wouldn't be there it's Rogers. Yeah, it's his thing. <laughs>
1: but yeah, that's how it works. We're not allowed okay. to be in the same place.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: <laughs> there's there's restraining orders involved. It's a big
0: surprise. I'm not even a little bit surprised. <laughs>
2: Uh. (laughs) all right yes so like us on all the things find us wherever fine podcasts are found
0: (laughs) that went well good job Uh, yeah
2: and now um luke come back and and ryan don't forget to subscribe you may now exit the dome
0: i can see the whole time (laughs) 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 sorry charles we couldn't hear you because your mic still sucks god damn it (laughs) Talk responsibility! <laughs> I can see the whole up. time! <laughs> you guys all suck. This is what happens when we can't Luke, see Luke you're us. messing
2: everything up! Go home! <laughs> <laughs> Bye.
1: This show is part of the Geek Nerd Network. Geek Nerd Network. Find more shows like it at geeknerdnetwork.com. This
2: is Janet.